All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to Coming in Hot, presented by Botano. I'm Brent Wallace. It's early. That's Jason York, who has the car running, waiting to get to the golf club, uh, and Bobby Ryan, who's out in Idaho, which is a three-hour time difference. So, uh, employee of the day, once again, goes to Bobby. Yeah, you guys got to keep uh, – my, my walls are getting pretty full, so somebody's going to have to step up at some point here. <laughs> <laughs> well, Yorkie yeah, probably had to push his tea time. So yeah. I'm taking the I'm taking the today's a rest and recovery day, boys. I've played so much. The uh, hand, hand. You only get that golf blister, Bob? Yeah, you can't have that. Yeah, take yeah, a day. Yeah, I get Take the day. Get the Normatex out, get the body moving, <laughs> maybe a little cryo, and see you tomorrow. <laughs> well, so Yorkie's day-to-day. It's good to hear. Um, day-to-day. Listen, nice to see all of you, but it'll be nicer to see Vladimir Tarasenko perhaps in lineup. But Yorkie, we'll get to you in a sec. Uh, Bobby, let's get your thoughts on Thursday. I think it was Thursday, Friday the 27th. Uh, yeah. I'm at uh, the Union Oyster House in Boston enjoying my fish and chips when I, the news breaks. Uh, I want to know your thoughts on seeing a former 40 goal score being added to the lineup. It all sounds awfully not like we said last year with Alex Debrinket in a 40 goal score. Right, it, it's a lot. It's a lot of the same and a much different player, I guess. But at the same, I, I shouldn't say. What I like is the term. It's a one year yep. deal. It's not a guy that you are bringing in to. Um, build with. He's a stopgap. You give another player a year. Um, to develop, you find out who's going to be in your top six going forward. But this is, it's a great signing for a year. I absolutely, I absolutely love the signing for one year. There's no risk here. Um, if it's a $5 million, you know, bad contract, um, it's a throwaway because you can get rid of it at the year or you can use him as a chip of the deadline. You come in and you establish that he's been a good, he's still a good player. He's injury free. 
and then you use them as a chip of the deadline. So there's really no lost, um, you know, no loss of assets, no, no depreciation here. I think it's a great move. Um, you know, we said last week we didn't see the fit, and I think Yorky kind of agreed with me on that. I think where we didn't see the fit was long-term. At one year, this is, it's a great signing. There's absolutely no way around that. So I don't know if you agree with me on that, Yorky, um, but one year you're not hurting anything here. You're not taking away from your core or your top players. Yeah, I the one year's yeah, for one year it's fine. My I'm in a wait and see mode. I, I I'm in a wait and see. Like I I wanna see how the player performs. Um, because here's where I'm at with Ottawa, and I've said this for I don't know, since last year. I think this year they're a playoff team. I see no reason why they shouldn't be a playoff team, and the next year is the year they're building towards. I think next year they can do they can make a little bit of a run on the playoffs. I think they're going to be that good. Um, so with Tarasenko, the narrative, yeah, he's a goal scorer. He only had 18 last year, though. So former 40-goal scorer that had 18 last year. Um, but I, I think he's either going to play with, I don't think, I know, he's going to play with one of either Josh Norris or Tim Stutzla. I think... The perfect fit for Tarasenko. Well, hey, perfect fit for any winger, eh, Bob? <laughs> you get yeah, on a yeah. line with you get on a line with Tim Sutzla, and you don't have to do a lot, especially if you're a shooter like Tarasenko. Like to me, that would be the perfect. I, I could see him scoring at a much higher clip than he did last year if you get him on a line with Stutzla and you put back that line with 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 Batherson, with Kachuk and Norris, and then you go Giroux, Tarasenko, and Stutzla. Like. In a perfect world, I, that to me is two really good lines. And then, like I said, like you've said this all along, Bob, Stutzla is a breakout and entry machine. <laughs> like, like yeah. he's that good. He's that good. So I could see Tarasenko coming in and playing with him and, and, and performing really well. The way I can see it not working is if he starts the year with Norris. And it's not it's no slight against Josh Norris. I just think for Norris, after missing the year, coming back, um, and it's gonna take a little while for him to get to get the timing back and all that, because exhibition is so short now. That's where I see a slow start. So on with Stutzla, I think he has a great start and I think it's a pretty good signing. But uh I'm I'm a little concerned about the depth guys because I, there's not a lot of money left. You still got to sign Pinto. And in this league, you win with depth with your with your third line. So who's coming? Who's leaving? That's what I want to know. What what are they yeah. gonna because they still have to sign Pinto and you have to be a much you can't just rely on your top six all the time. So yeah, I like it, but I'm a little concerned. I'm in a wait and see mode because I want to see what happens. I want to see who leaves. And I want to see how they shore up the depth because to me, that's something that was really lacking last year. The depth, I know injuries played a huge role, but I want to see what the, uh, what the, the next ball to drop is with who leaves. Okay. So we'll come back to Tarasenko. Then you brought up Shane Pinto. We're just going to jump around here a bit. I don't think people are like, well, there's no money left for Shane Pinto. I understand what it looks like now, but there's no way they went into signing Tarasenko and didn't think of signing Shane Pinto. What I think is going to happen, and you guys will understand, he's an RFA, which means he's not going to likely get signed right now because there's no pressure point. Yeah. 
We're, we're going to see start a camp, I don't know. start who's, of season. Who's centering your third line? There's a well, pressure point. <laughs> it's going to be Shane Pinto, but the pressure is going to be on the organization, right? You're not going to yeah. have Shane Pinto sitting at home, like just like Brady Kachuk was, and then he missed a couple games at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Right? We're going to get to that because they're going yeah, to try sure. and get Shane yeah. Pinto low. And if I'm Shane Pinto, what do I want? $5 million, which isn't likely to happen, but you're going to ask for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm also I'm also a little concerned just back like to me the identity of the Ottawa Senators is a, like I look at Brady Kachuk they're a team that's really hard to play against you, you talk about the last couple of years even though they're losing a few games winning a few games the narrative was they're a really hard team to play against they get on the forecheck they finish hits I'm a little concerned with Line after line, like the way you play that way is you have the players in your lineup. So now, to me, they're a different team. You've got Kubalik, who's a shooter. You've got Tarasenko, who's a shooter. you got Drew, who's a change-of-pace player. Um, so, I, I'm, I, I, like I said, I'm in a wait-and-see mode because I really want to see what the identity of this team is when, when the puck drops in, uh, in October. Yeah, I think that's shifted a little bit for sure when you bring in – I don't want to say this. When you bring in – it's. A, it's, you bring in some Europeans, um, and that's not. I'm not slating them at all. But but I, done, I, hey, come on, Don. Yeah, it's. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not because uh, Tarasenko's actually got a little bit of edge and bite to him at yeah. times too. So, um, but but DJ is going to have his thumb on it, and he'll make sure that they're still that team. I, I I'm almost excited to see when the first time they they absolutely light <laughs> Tarasenko up in the locker room. He goes. What the fuck is going on right now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't wait to see that. But at the same time, oh, yeah? the, the, the team's changed a little bit. I think as long as DJ keeps a good job and his thumb on the identity side of things, he can push those guys. And and, um, and that's what you need to do at this point. Everybody that you add has to be able to come into the fold and be part of the identity. And you took a chance on two players this year. No, there's nothing wrong with that. They just have to be aware that they're coming into that. It's like at the same time, Kubelik thinks he's a top six guy, right? Now you got him yep. in, in the top nine, which um, he's losing ice time right now. So is he going to be happy? Hey, you know, there's so many working parts here. Hey, how about Kubelik when, when he first got traded? He's looking at the depth chart. He's like, hmm, I'm going to play with either Norris or yeah, uh, Stutzla. Yeah. I, I'm going to get 30. I'm going to sign a five-year deal after this year. All of a sudden, shit, yeah. they just signed Tarasenko. Exactly, yeah. And right now he's Googling his line mates. And, yeah. uh, so, uh, he's like, and if this Pinto guy is not even going to show up. So, yeah. Like, he was so excited to come because yeah, goal scorers like hey bob you're a power play guy i don't care who you are you need a pretty long stick if you're not on the power play to get 20 to 30 goals it's tough yeah you do yeah like, yeah like and Pink, Pink, pinto got 20 last year but he was on the second unit like he yep. was in that bumper spot and and you can't score 25 goals unless you're on the power play so Kubalik's gonna be looking, and like now, What's now where do you put him? What power play do you put him on now? Because you just pumped him out of that with Tarasenko too. So like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. guy's just biting the fingernails down right now. Well, Tar- <laughs> I, I, okay, so just you mentioned the power play too. The way it's set up, Kachuk is your net front. Stutzla's on your one side. 
you're going to have Norris on the one-timer and you're going to have Batherson in the middle as the bumper because Brady's a left shot, so you have to have a right shot in the slot. So right. Tarasenko, Tarasenko automatically, he either takes Norris out or he's on the second unit. There's no other spot for him. Because yeah, he's because, on the second unit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like, All right, he, but, he, he ain't getting 40. <laughs> but we don't well, know. Let me. I just want to... We don't know who's going to end up scoring and who's going to be hot by the end of the year or who's going to be hurt. So the power play units could be vastly different. But the problem is, in a good way, you have all these options to choose from. We're debating who's going to be on the second power play and first power play units. Yeah, Think of that familiar? three years ago. Did it sound familiar last year at camp? We, we, we <laughs> cannot bring up Alex Dabrinkit's name. We're contractually obligated to not, to not bring it up. That's it. Well, it's, York, you got a cease and desist. <laughs> I just can't tell you when there's when there's doubt when there's everybody says the right things. Yeah, it's it's a good problem to have. Got so many guys that could play the power play until it's time to put the first unit on. You say, "Oh, hold on a second here. I'm not on the first unit. What the hell is going on here?" Especially when guys are in when guys are on one year deals. When guys are on one year deals and and they're accustomed to being first power play guys, it's like, whoa. <laughs> like yeah. yeah. So, yeah. All right. I have a question kind of leading into that. Uh, Ottawa hasn't had a 40 goal score since 2007, 2008, when Heatley and Albertson both had 40 um, goals. Uh, Heatley had 41. Uh, do, and by the way, Vladimir Tarasenko has one 40 goal season, 2015 16. Do you see the Ottawa Senators this year having a 40 goal score on their roster? Who's first here? You are. Oh, I'm first. Uh, Brady Kachuk. Brady Kachuk. Brady Kachuk. Because if there's one thing I know, he starts every single power play. He's on the ice in all important situations, end of a game. Uh, He is, there is no doubt that he is always your net front presence and he's going to get a ton of goals from that five foot radius. And he's really improved his overall game and playmaking ability. So I think if there's one guy, I think Brady's going to get 40. Yeah, um, I I actually thought about this for a bit, and the short answer for me is no. Nobody's going to score 40 um, because there's too many many guys that are going to get 20 to 25, and I think that's a better problem to have. I think that you're going to have a lot of moving parts on the power plays at times unless the number one unit gets established and rocks at 25% right out of the gate. I think that your top six are all going to be taking a few minutes less to be a good top six and work in your top nine. Um, I think Josh Norris would have been my pick a year ago, but Tarasenko changes that. The injury changes that. Um, I still think he's the best shooter on the team. I think he's a guy that's got the best one-timer, the best in tight shot, um, and he's not afraid to go to the net and get into those areas. So he would have been my pick. Tarasenko, I don't think, is going to get enough ice time. Stutzel, I think, is going to become more of a disher as he gets a little older um, and playmaker that's going to score 30 and 50 and 60 assists every year. So, no, I don't think anybody scores 40, but I would like to see six or seven guys score north of 20, and I think that is a possibility, and that's hard. That's a better possibility um, yeah. long-term for the team. Uh, interesting, because Tim Stutzla had 39 goals last season. Yeah. Um, so... so- it's an interesting comment. I and I, Bobby, I understand your point. Uh, here's my question: Since you called uh, Stutzla more of a disher, perhaps going on in his career, 
is then Tarasenko a better fit for Tim Stutzla than perhaps Josh Norris? Well, it's tough. I've never seen Josh play with him. Well, I, I mean, I haven't seen Josh play with him long term, and I don't know what those. Sometimes you get a very, very elite player like Stutzla and a really good shooter, the Josh, and they just don't mesh. That's happened before, right? Mm -hmm. That happens all the time. Um, so I'd like to see those two develop chemistry and see if they could be a really good part of the core future together. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. And right now, I think. Right now, I think what Yorkie said is that Norris and Tarasenko have to start away from each other. You've got a guy that's missed a year of hockey and another guy that wants to come in and play on a one-year deal. And if they don't get a hot, off to a hot start together, now, now you're swimming trying to find pieces for those guys to fit. Start them away from each other. Let them both get comfortable. One's in a new setting. One's missed a year. Um, and, and develop that. So I think you're going to see Stutzel with Tarasenko pretty early on. And... Um, I, I think by default, you know, Tim, I think Timmy could score 40 every year. I don't think that's mm -hmm. an issue at all. I just think he distributes the puck well, and he's not going to play 23 minutes a night this year. Yeah. He's going yeah. to play, play 19. And so, yeah. and that's, that's the argument <laughs> right now. Uh, people in the chat are saying that Tim Stutz is going to have 40 guaranteed and he's going to have 100 points. I don't doubt he's capable of doing it. The issue yeah, is yeah. the yeah. puck is going to move around to other people's sticks at this point. Well, yes. last last year, everybody was hurt. So by default, and by being by far the most talented center iceman, Stutzla was averaging over 21 minutes a night last year. Josh Norris is here. So that's number one, as Bob mentioned, that's going to cut into it. It's not saying he can't do it, but he was he was thrust into a position where they had they had to play him that much, and now they don't have to. So and it's and it's it's gonna be much better that way. Like he it's because yeah. when you play that much you have no choice but to rest when you're in the when you're in the D zone because you're 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 and that's what happens to the, the center is why I saw a lot of those breakdowns. You guys were playing too much, you rest in the D zone, you get scored on. So now you you bump them back to whatever it is, 18, 19 minutes. Uh, those are gonna be more of a two hundred foot player. And Stutz was killing penalties now too. So that's taxing as well. So you can't it's it's real here's the thing. Why do McDavid and Dreisaitl score so much. Number one, they're the most talented guys in the league. But number two, they play a minute and 55 seconds of every single power play. They play the last two minutes of every game, and they're on the ice more than anyone else in the league. So that that's how you do it. Like, yeah, back, back in the days when Detroit was winning cups, Datsuk was averaging, I don't know, they had no forward over 20 minutes. Datsuk, Zetterberg, all those guys. The way you get points is the Edmonton way. The way you win is a Detroit way. So if Ottawa, if Ottawa starts yeah. taking that Detroit analogy, even how Vegas did it last year, it's you get your cookies, you don't win. You play like a team, you win. So now Ottawa's just got to figure out a way to get some depth in those third and fourth line. And um, and, we'll, and like I said, I'm, I'm in a wait-and-see mode. That's okay. Like, that's, uh, yeah. Go ahead. And I'll just I'll just finish on this. You don't want Timmy scoring forty and having sixty. That'd be a great place to be. You want you want him playing eighteen to twenty minutes a night at that at the top end with thirty and fifty or whatever it might be. You want him being a point of game guy saying, Hey, I feel pretty good in April as opposed to I'm worn down and I've played twenty one <laughs> minutes and I'm nine minus nineteen. Like you want everybody walking into the middle of April saying that we right. we have gas in the tank. Like watching Edmonton last year in the playoffs, 
it was just a matter of time before Dreisaitl and McDavid ran out of gas. You can't do it. You no, can't it's do not it. Sustainable. No, can't. No matter how good you are, and that's what happened to them. Hey, they had a great run, and they, and they almost still did it. But man, yeah. you got to be. And if any two guys can do it, it's them. But you're not. It's very very tough to win in, in the league with that with that with that system. Yeah. Uh. I just back to Tarasenko for a sec, if you'll indulge me. Uh, two of the last four seasons, and one of them, by the way, was an injury season. Uh, two of the last four, he's had his best point per game seasons. Um, 2019-20, he was at, he averaged a point per game, and then 2021-22, uh, 109. So uh, while we think of him as perhaps 34, is he still just as good as he has been at the? I, I know he's not a 40 goal scorer at the particular point in time, but um, should we perhaps giving him more credit than we do? Um, I mean, yeah, the stats are undeniable. He's had a hell. I mean, he's had a, he's had a hell of a career, right? He's run. He's put up points almost every time he's been healthy. Um, and he's dangerous every time he touches the puck. He's, he's especially dangerous on the entry, cutting across the middle. That's one of his. You know, that's that's what he does. He's very well. He buys time to walk to the middle and get that shot off. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I just don't know. It's the, at the, at the age that you're getting to now with him, um, and some of the health concerns, I always side with the player and I, I'm, I'm very, very cautiously optimistic that he's going to have a really good year here playing with one of those two centers. So, um, yeah, I think, I think you have to give him a little more credit than we have been, but at the same time, show me first, <laughs> like show, show me first, <laughs> show me first and then I'll, I'll sing your praises and, you know, um, I, I, I love the signing at one year. I just, I, I yep. one year, 5 million, you trade him at the deadline, you get something for him or you bring him back for another, if he's, you know, if he's healthy and feeling good. Uh, okay. You guys are former players. He clearly saw the market soften. If he's signing for one at five, does that make him motivated to come here and put up big numbers? Yorkie? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Guys, guys love money. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter how much you made you want to make more and and like listen to be honest when when Debrinket came here we don't have the luxury of watching Chicago a lot so I I wanted to see him play after 10 games we'll know what Tarasenko is I I'm really excited to watch him play because I don't care you can look at stats you can look at underlying numbers until you really watch a player for 10 games in a row you really don't have a great gas, grasp of what the player is, especially right now in his career. So like, I think it's a little unfair to really say, for at least as far as I'm concerned, because I haven't watched Tarasenko for 10 straight games. I, I, so I'm excited to see that, to see how he plays, see how, how relentless he is on pucks, because I know one thing, DJ loves high-energy players. He loves guys that get after it. He loves guys that play the right way, that, that track on the back check, that are in on the forecheck, and that have skills. So I want to see him play 10 games, and I'll have a much better idea of what he can do. But if you look at the history, you, you can't argue. He's had a great career. He's won a cup. Last year, though, he only scored 18, so that, that's concerning for me. Um, he's getting older, but he's going to come in and play with a great centerman for sure of either Norris or Stutzla. I'm hoping it's Stutzla because I think that's best case scenario. So I want to see the player. I want to see him. And yep. um, to be fair, um, I don't think anybody can really say what he's going to do until you've seen him at camp and you watch him play. And then 
that's why I keep saying for me, it's a wait, it's a wait and see uh, scenario. Uh, just briefly. Uh, yes. Vladimir Tarasenko has a full no move clause. We're yeah. aware uh, that just allows you him the choice. It. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So uh, that just gives him full control of where he gets to be traded to. If uh, so, hey, something Bob just pointed on too. And, with Tarasenko, I noticed that too in the times I watched him. He likes to come over the blue line on his offside and cut to the middle, right? So yeah. if he's playing with so if he's playing with Stutzla and Giroux, he's gonna be on his left side, right? So they like he'll be coming down on his strong side more often than not for that pull. So I'm it'll be interest it'll be interesting to see where they decide to play him. It'll yeah, be very yeah. Because yeah, I mean he's one of the best I've seen at that. He he comes yeah. over, he buy, he buys that five feet of space, and then he takes that wrist shot off his back foot. I mean, if you ever yeah. notice, I I don't know if I've seen a better shooter in that regard where he's coming cross green, cross body, off the back foot. And somebody told me a story about him a long time ago, and I I can't remember who told me the story, but um, you know, as a shooter, you, we do drills after practice a lot of times, and you're not trying to you're trying to hit marks on the net. Right. Um, and a lot of times you envision a goalie sliding into the butterfly. Like I loved the, my, my favorite shot was low glove as opposed to, I just, you know, that was the shot that I preferred, but it's not as sexy. It doesn't matter what it is. They told me he does drills where he's not aiming for a corner. He's aiming for a portion of the post at all hmm. times, which I thought was interesting because I never had thought about it. He said he was, he wanted to get somebody, Somebody had mentioned, he said he wanted to get as far away from the goalie, but inside the post as he could on every single shot. And they said when he was at his best on good days, it was like clockwork. Every single shot just rang off the inside of the post and in the net. So um, yeah. I, I found that like an interesting tidbit. And I went to try the drills, different drills a few times uh, after the fact. And I couldn't even, I wasn't close. <laughs> I was like, it wasn't even, it wasn't, I mean, it's, it's just a shot you don't imagine. Like it's, I never thought that, you know what I mean? I never yeah. thought posting in, um, cause to me you were flirting with the outside of the net too much. And that's the, that's the number one thing is you don't want to break the other team out by missing the net unless you get yeah. a freebie. Um, but they, this guy, does, I will say this, he doesn't care. He's shooting it. <laughs> like, he doesn't care. He's like, break it out. We'll go the other way. We'll back check together. <laughs> That's an art, though, eh? Like, hey, Bob, so yeah. many, I always, because coaching younger kids and even junior age kids, they all want to either go around the D, put it through his legs. They never try and shoot it through the D. And you watch yeah. guys like Ovechkin's great at it on the rush. Like he'll come down on an offside, little yeah. just little step to the middle, and the D's a screen. And if you get it on that, there's a good chance you're going to get a a nice juicy rebound pop out for the middle lane drive. So yeah, I've no like that's that's an art form with some guys, right? You either because to, to get it through that D, if you can do it, it's a much more dangerous shot than than, than yeah. guys realize. Absolutely. Uh, all right, we're moving on. I got. Uh, I want to bring up perhaps some odds, some how they've changed in the last little week over what's going on in uh, in the NHL. So before we do that, as always, uh, we'll take a pause and get to our always entertaining yet very informative ad sure. reads. Uh, Yorkie, would you like me to start, or do you want to do Botano? Oh, you can start. All You're right, good I'm at Botano. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, here we go. Uh, as always, our show proudly presented by Botano. Visit botano.ca or download the award-winning state-of-the-art app, the most user-friendly, fastest, and advanced betting app 
for your mobile or tablet. Have the amazing world of sports always with you at Botano. Hundreds of betting options for events and try same game parlays and bet builder. Um, with Botano, the game starts now. But just a reminder, check out now all the futures uh, on their website and see where the, uh, the odds are out there. Everything's there from who's going to win the Atlantic to what the chances of Ottawa making the playoffs are to all kinds of stuff. It's fun to watch and take a check on. Uh, we'll get to some of those in just a sec. All right. And Renfrew Pro, the original hockey tape. Uh, as we always say, it's very easy to tear apart with your hands. Moisture resistant, helps with puck control. It is the ones that the pro use, the pros use, available at all major retailers uh, on the web at renfrewpro.com. It's the one with the green core. Instagram followers, you can give them a follow at Renfrew Pro. Don't forget to tag your teammates for unlimited entries and share your story for 10 bonus entries. And don't forget about Free Tape Friday. And last but not least, Bonisher Excavating. Our show is brought to you by, excuse me, Bonisher Excavating. Um, the difference of the difference that a Bonisher home makes, uh, a variety of floor plans for every need, options starting to, and prices starting as low as 500000 You can visit them at bonisherhome.com um, for a list of the floor plans. I don't know. I thought there was another slide here. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's 6.30 BEI. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I apologize. I didn't do you guys just, justice this morning, but I there was there was I, last week we had a slide that was much bigger than that, and there was a lot of information. I should have gone back to the, that. There's a there's hey, a new listen. city about an hour from Ottawa or something like that that they got a bunch of houses going up. I had to go there. It, it's really good, but just go to bonisherhomes.com. Bonisherhomes.com. There you go. There we go. Okay, so there we go. Um, so the odds have changed. I I, I was originally uh, had a board last week about the odds, the Stanley Cup odds, and who's where and what. And then all of a sudden, Vladimir Tarasenko signs. Patrice Bergeron retires. There is some movement. So here now is a look at the 32 teams and where they are with the odds of being a Stanley Cup champion. So Colorado's first, Vegas and Toronto, all tied at plus 1,000. Ottawa moved, by the way, up. Uh, they were 17th. They're now into 15th tied. Uh, sorry, they're alone at plus 3,400. So if you have 10 bucks and you bet on it, uh, you win $340. So uh, do you make that bet? I I might be inclined just to throw down. If you throw 100 bucks down with 3,400, it's a good day. Hold on. So this is for auto to make the playoffs? 10 bucks? No, Stanley Cup winner. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm making that bet. It's it <laughs> it's it says so right on the board. Stanley Cup odds. I got to put my glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it, it, and by the way, the Philadelphia Flyers dropped all the way to last. It was at one point. Uh, uh, it was Arizona, I think, or San Jose. It was San. One of those. Anyway, so they've now dropped to the bottom. Um, interesting, just to see uh, the look of those. Does. Anything change for either one of you? Who might be, as of right now, your Stanley Cup winner? Bob? Um, who's my pick to win, or who do I yeah. like on this that I would bet on? Well, you give me both. Okay. Um, if I if I was a betting if I was taking a bet, I would be I'd be laying money on Dallas just for that right now. I think they're mm. a deep team that added Duchesne. Um I I would be looking at them if I was trying to make a couple bucks. Um, Plus 1500 for the Dallas Stars. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, Ed, Edmonton and New Jersey are intriguing on the betting side. 
But when it gets down to it, I think it comes down to Colorado and Vegas, whoever comes out of that West right now for me. Toronto, I just don't – the goaltending always bothers me deep into it. Um, and then you never know if they're going to show up. And I'm, I'm just ruffling feathers right now. <laughs> the last thing I, don't blow me up on Twitter. I don't check it. Um, so, <laughs> or, or do. I don't know. You can drag me. It's not a real place. Um, but I'm, if I'm doing it, I'm – I like Colorado. Everybody's going to be healthy. I like Colorado. Ooh, ooh, yeah. I like but that, Colorado but hey, 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 I want to make sure and be very clear that we're going to go through and do our picks preseason and all that. That's that, correct. This is, this is just, not that. No, this not is that. just with all the moves and stuff that's happened this offseason. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of it right now? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I like Colorado. I think they're there for a reason. I, I like LA too. I, um, I like LA too. If I'm betting. Really? Yeah, LA, nice. I like, uh, you know, I like, I like the Carolina Hurricanes. I think that is a great value pick. I, I just, I can't. The, the, the pitcher of Rod Brindamore after they, after they lost that series, he's like, he remember he was speechless. Oh, yeah. They, they should have won probably every single game they carried the play. I just thought they played so well last year in the playoffs. I look at their decor; they have the best decor in hockey right now. Goaltending is pretty good. Sveshnikov is going to be back and healthy this year. He's their game breaker. So if all things considered, they stay healthy, I would take a little stab at the Carolina Hurricanes and Rod the Bod will have these guys going this year. Man, I'll put that. Do you remember that, Wally? Do you remember that press conference? He was just sitting there and he he was just talking gibberish. He had no idea what to say. He was like, he's like, we should have we should have won. We should have won. Yep. <laughs> he's just no. Clue. He's not. He's not wrong. He's not he's, wrong. Hey, how like, good? What? Hey, how how good are his speeches in the dressing room too? I know they had the, they had the camera in there a few times. Like I'm like, man, I want to play for this guy. Like he's just seems he gets like the such boys a, going. Yeah. Seems like such a great dude. Like such a good guy. Yeah. Uh, who's the best motivator coach either one of you have played for? Just straight motivator. Ooh. Uh, easy answer for me. Okay. Who? Barry Melrose. I played. Really? <laughs> I had Barry in the minors, and this guy, different era, obviously, like nails. Like, we won the Calder Cup that year. If some guy, like, fell out of line on the team, like, he might try and fight the guy in the locker room. If he wasn't <laughs> playing the right – well, he almost did once. And he had the respect of everybody. We practiced hard. We actually, I guess, partied hard, too, off the ice. Like, it was it was old-school hockey at its best. And we had um, we had some tough guys on that team, too. We had Denny Vielle. Uh, we had Jim Cummins. Like, this was back when the A was just a complete jungle. And uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you guys a funny yeah. story, a quick funny story. We went into play in one building and it turned into a gong show. The cops actually came like slap shot. The cop came to our dressing room door and they wanted to arrest one of our players, Max Bittendorf. He, he took his stick and he basically cracked it off a guy's head and a brawl broke out. And the cop, it was like knocking at the door. We want Mittendorf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I swear yeah. to God, it was crazy. <laughs> But Barry Melrose, so good. yeah, great, great motivator and uh, awesome guy. All right, I, Bob? I guess it, I guess it would have been Gee, but I didn't play Gee or uh, DJ to a degree because, it, but I didn't have DJ for very long. But I had Randy Carlisle and Bruce Bruce Boudreaux, who I wouldn't say were 
motivators. They were very, very good coaches in their own right. But um, I had a ton of good coaches, but not a not a ton of energy coaches. And Guy at times, Guy at times would show that and do very well with that. And um, and the same with DJ. But DJ is motivated because he's animated, um, and that his energy was motivating at times. So, but I didn't have any real strict motivator coaches. It was the league's changed. You don't have as much of that yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would uh, I would like to have uh, seen uh or Brian Murray may have been the guy I would think yeah. in the room would be a great motivator. I, yeah. Brian yeah, was I, I I had Brian in uh in Anaheim for a year. It was his first year back coaching. He had that big layoff from his time with Florida and he resurfaced in Anaheim. He was so funny. Like he would he had that dry wit. Um but hey, another guy I had that was a great like he wasn't how do I, how do I put this? He was a great guy, Barry Trotz. So the motivating factor was if, if you started losing, like the boys would get together and have a meeting and say, Hey boys, let, let's, let's get it together here. If we don't start winning, Trotz, he's going to get canned. So that was the yeah. motivator and we're, and we're going to get, we're going to get like Keenan in here. So we'd start, right. we'd start oh, it was like, that's a motivator. Great motivator. well, when you got a coach, that's such a great guy. You don't want to let him down. Like you want to, you play for your teammates, but you're also playing for your coach because he treats you so well, treats you like, yeah. Because back then, coaches were like, it cracked the whip and it was always coaching through fear. Where Trotsy was like, good guy, good person, good coach. So you didn't want to let him down. Uh, all right, moving on. I do, I had uh, Barry Trotz as a head coach for the world championships one year. Fantastic guy. We just guy. talked what for person, two hours man. at the airport while we waited for a flight. Um, before uh, we move on, the Atlantic Division winner. This is interesting to me because uh, in the Stanley Cup odds, Ottawa is head of the Buffalo Sabres. But to win the division, Buffalo is ahead of Ottawa. I can't explain it. doesn't matter. Put your money on the Ottawa Senators at plus 1,000, if you ask me. Uh, do you, does this change? Do you guys like the, tr the uh, blue team at the top? Yeah, and I don't think it's particularly close. They're the best team. They're, they're the best regular season team. They, they, they go on great runs during the regular season that the other teams haven't consistently does. Tampa Bay, I don't know if they're done. I don't want to say that. Boston, I think, changed a lot this year. So Toronto for me is mm. is the easy pick mm. here. Me too. I don't, I don't like, like it, but it, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Re regular season <laughs> yeah. hockey is tailor made for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Lots of high scoring games, special teams like the power plays win you games in the regular season. You get your cookies. And then you finish first, so then there's a ton of pressure once the playoffs start. <laughs> That's, yeah, that yeah. is the Toronto Maple Leafs yeah. in a nutshell. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I, it's interesting to me that Boston's – I think they should have fallen further, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I, and I still no. think Ottawa I, – I think Ottawa is now more of a playoff team than perhaps Tampa. Do you? See, I could see Toronto, Buffalo, Ottawa in the postseason. Wow. I don't Toronto – Buffalo, Ottawa. Um, I don't think you take all three of those teams above them out. One of those three teams, at the very least, is finishing in the top. You know, I, Florida's getting too much credit for the run that they had here for me. I think they should be lower. But to me, your top three are the same three as every year. Toronto, Tampa, and Boston. And then you see who's below that. I think Boston's going to have a very, very welcome welcome back-to-earth year. Um, yeah. But when you but when you have Pasternak and Bergeron still playing together with a second line following up well, what they do no, right now, you don't I mean think Bergeron. Marshawn. Oh, I'm sorry. What did I say? Uh, Pasternak and uh, Marshawn. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Just didn't want people just, to lose their mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I think right. Buffalo is probably, I think Ottawa is the fourth best team in this division right now. I don't know who they're replacing out of the, you know, two, three, and four slot, but I think they're moving guys down. I don't, I don't know why Buffalo has gotten the plus nine. I don't get that. So, um, I think, I think Ottawa is a wild card team this year. I think they're a team that's going to try to have to be a wild card. I don't, yeah. And I could, if they're in the top three, I have no issue with that. I think, it, I think they're okay in, in that top three too. You can make the argument above them on any team, above any team above them. The league is, the league is so tight. There's so much parity. Like we forget Florida just squeaked into the playoffs last year and went on that incredible run. They're not, yeah. to me, they're not really a team that's built to be a team that's going to be a, a lock to make the playoffs. Right. They're play, they're they're because we, we saw playoff 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 hockey is totally different. Like if they play the way they did in the playoffs in regular season, they're going to be in the penalty box all game because the refs the refs are calling all the chintzy stuff all season long. So Sam, like the way Sam Bennett played in the playoffs was unbelievable. But during the regular season, those are probably a lot of those hits are probably penalties. So it's. It's going to be. Yeah. I could. I could see Florida taking a step back. Not that I don't think they're good. It's just that, that run they went on took so much out of that team. Well, like it's it's that's a lot. If you go back and check, and I remember doing this when Ottawa was in the lost in the Cup final. So it's been a while, obviously, but it's happened. The team that loses in the Cup final tends to miss the playoffs the next season. Really, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's maybe it's tough to get over the the devastating loss or whatever, but it's it's one of those weird anomalies. And I haven't looked the last couple of years, and maybe they've all made it. But it used to be a trend: the team that lost in the Cup final didn't make the playoffs the next year. I don't. Oh, really? I don't blame them. <laughs> don't blame them. <laughs> Screw this. Yeah, yeah, I mean, either you you get there and you're either you're celebrating for a month or you're just like yeah. depression mode for a month, and then you're like, well, I got to ramp it back up again. So. I don't, uh, hey Bob, I don't, I don't love Buffalo. Like I love their talent, but they, they play pond hockey. Like there are so many, you watch, you watch the Buffalo Sabres play hockey. It's, they just try and outscore you. There's so many turnovers. There's so many badly placed pucks. Like they play low percentage hockey. So I think they need to tighten things up. Otherwise I don't see them making the playoffs the way they play. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't. Not going to, not going to win that way. Yeah. We shall I, see. I agree. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so, does general consensus at the moment is the Ottawa Senators are in the playoffs or not? Hundred percent. They just like they're right at the cap. Like, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you spend to the cap, you're over right now. You can't miss the playoffs. Like, so yeah, no. the excuses are I, over. It's time to make think, the playoffs. Yeah. All right. Okay. Exactly. You said it perfectly. It's time. Okay. Um, I, think, I, I think they're in right now. Yeah. Okay. We're on Team Ottawa that they were going to make the playoffs uh, because you guys said, well, Jason's the owner. So um, that's right. Yeah. You want to impress the owner. <laughs> Playoff team. Playoffs are bust. I agree. All right. And, and Wally, all the players will say the same thing. If you went over to Brady Kachuk's house right now, you say, "Brady, are you making the playoffs?" A hundred percent. Like all those guys believe it. They almost got. They almost got in with a fourth string goalie after Decor hurt and Josh Norris, who was the number one center of the lineup. And right. They were, they were pretty close. Okay. I, I don't argue with you. It's all. It always comes down to goaltending for me. 
and oh, I forgot. And they got and they have uh, and they just signed Corpus Allo and and uh, and uh, Forsberg's healthy. So there you go. Corpus Allo's a yeah. show me guy. I need to see him perform first. Well, he has to perform. He's got a he's got a long term contract. They paid for him. There's no he has to perform. No choice. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. What do you got, Yorkie? No, I got nothing. I just hey, told you. Yorkie got quiet. He's got a tea time. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm going to the. Uh, I'm going to take. Uh, I've got an appointment later for the. Uh, you know the cold chamber. But you ever get went in one of those, Bob? You go in. It's cryo? like minus. I'm doing cryo this afternoon. One minus one forty. Yeah, big big cryo fan. So good. Right over there by the rink. Uh, no, they've got actually a new place. It's, uh, it's in, uh, between Westboro and Hittenberg. It's okay. at the, yeah. uh, this place called the, of all places, it's not a, it's not a little spa. You'd never, you'd never know they had one. It's, uh, cause I think there's only two or three of them in the city. There's, there's one right yeah, on uh, the Luxie spa heading over there later. Oh yeah. I like it. Yeah. I used to go with Magnus KRV every game day, right after pregame skate, we'd go in, run in there. We were each in there for four minutes and then out the door. Oh Hey, what Three happened minutes, to him? Season. What he he was so good when he was younger. I remember watching I don't him know. in Edmonton. He, yeah, he was a talented guy. I don't guy. know. Well, he's a good player. He's still talented. Um, he just didn't find. Well, he found the role. He played a good third line for us. But once you play third line for Ottawa back then, you are out of the league. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but yeah, but man, I I thought he was a I thought he was a good player. I, I and I love the guy. I thought he was a great guy. So he's a yeah, sweet. I, I know he's, he's playing a sweet. Pierre was a sweet. Eh? Yeah, good dude. Yeah, I don't think I've ever played with a bad Swede. They're such good dudes. Yeah, I played with a few, but they're few and far between. Few <laughs> and far between. Yeah, yeah. I played with a lot of Swedes all the way through the auto. I actually played with a lot of Swedes everywhere but Detroit. Detroit. Really? Eh? When they, they were all gone because they won all the cups and then they left. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I heard 
what's going on? What's the next? We're just rambling. What do we got going on? Oh, we got a special guest coming in now. I forgot what? about this. Um, Wally doesn't know about this. We're bringing in Mrs. Wallace to share some dirt. <laughs> Lisa Wallace, welcome to the show. This is a, this is an unexpected pleasure that you're here, and you're going to spill all the dirt on oh Mr. Wallace. Tell us all about his his little uh, like. I hear he's just he's he's a guy that's very set in his ways. I've heard. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So have you ever traveled, had the pleasure of traveling with Brent no. yet? No, he's, he's, he is the anal retentive over-prepared man. That's who oh. he is. Security. If, you, if you're looking for a vacation that is planned down pretty much to the minute, Brent is your man. Like oh, we just went did... to Boston this weekend and it's like, okay, what time are we leaving at? And I was like, oh, seven. So six fifty, And I'm like, Okay, well, we have to stop, you know, to get coffee. Six forty-five, and literally the night before, it's like eighteen hours and counting, twelve hours and counting. You get up in the morning. Okay, everybody, let's go, let's go, let's go. We got in the car. It was six forty-seven. We're two minutes late. Why? Oh, we're, we're already losing time, kind of thing. So, so basically, so basically, so in my house, like my wife wants to be to the airport like three hours for the plane, or we're late. So Wally is basically the one. That if you're not two hours or you're late, yes, he's the, absolutely, oh my, absolutely. On, and then man. it was, you know, Ryan had hockey and Brooke and I were just going to do our thing. So he was like, well, what do you got planned? I'm like, oh, we're just going to, you know, go downtown, walk around. Well, no, what are you going to see? I was like, I don't know. We're just going to walk around. We'll see what we feel like doing. And you could see the hives almost breaking out because it was like, I didn't have a schedule of what I was going to see. And, but you're going to miss out on stuff with that kind of thing. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm just going to relax. It's my relaxing vacation. <laughs> so. But the, so, it, and hi, good to see you. Um, <laughs> and welcome to the show from the kitchen that Wally, that's hiding from Wally. But uh, I was wondering if there was a vacation nerd report, like you, like Yorkie and I get the <laughs> night before. And it's like, hey, we have an eight hour drive. I mean, no liquids after 11. And you're not allowed to stop to the bathroom until over the border at the Dunkin' oh. Donuts. Yes, pretty much, pretty much. He is literally has everything planned out of, you know, we can stop here. There's like a Panera, there's Chick-fil-A, there's this. Or if we go about, you know, 10 miles further, <laughs> then we could do this, this, and this. Um, I've checked near the hotel. There's a Target that I know Brooke's going to want to go to. And, oh, you know, you have to decide exactly. So if like you get, you get a lot out of your vacation when you travel with them. <laughs> if you are looking to get the most out of your vacation brent is your guy he could work for caa and prepare your triptych kind of thing for you, <laughs> you know but even I... we go to an all-inclusive it's like you know you're sitting by the pool have a drink an hour and a half okay what are we doing now i'm like i'm reading my book leave me alone <laughs> we're good yeah yeah i was gonna say do you even like do you even get to relax with them is there any relaxing? I, I just yeah. I just force it. And thankfully, Ryan, not that Ryan is as crazy as Brent, but Ryan doesn't do well just lying by a pool and sitting down. So the two of them are good that they'll go, they go you know, play tennis or workout or whatever. And Brooke and I are quite content to sit by the pool and read, have a drink. And so I just need okay. I need kind of somebody to travel with us so to be Brent's entertainment. <laughs> A, do yeah. I? Can I defend myself? No, you can't be quiet. You, I picture. Uh, I, I picture Wally. Sound like a golden retriever, Wally. 
<laughs> Lisa, paint, paint the picture for us. Paint, paint the picture for us of Brent Wallace and the Wallace home. Because the picture I have is slippers perfectly placed at the end of his bed. He's got a full pajama he puts on, maybe a night hat, lantern to get up in the middle of the night. Like, is, is, am I? Do you think I'm far off there? You're you're a little far off, but <laughs> but he's he's that guy sometimes where you know the rest of us were just sort of, and then I'll be like, where's dad? They're like, oh, I think he went upstairs. And, you know, he likes to just prepare for the show. You guys know you get your emails and everything very detailed. So he, you know, he has his quiet time and just relaxes stuff or takes the dog out. And then it's kind of like, okay, dog has been walked, lock the door. Let's go. It's time for bed. (laughs) (laughs) Time for bed. (laughs) <laughs> my yeah, my my picture is a little bit different. I picture him getting the bed, laying on his back, looking up and saying, "Who got the smudge on the oh, <laughs> who got uh, the smudge on the ceiling with hand, a toothbrush?" And, yeah. Hands hands down. So nice. He'll be he'll come in the kitchen, and he'll be like, "Oh my god, what the hell did you do in here?" Like, just to clean everything, and it's like. Yeah, I made supper. It got dirty. It happens, right? Kind of thing. That's, so I mean, this isn't totally true. I'm pretty chill. <laughs> Really? Pretty chill. Okay, defend yourself here, Wally. What do you have to say <laughs> for all this? D- define yeah. pretty chill. <laughs> I, listen, I wash all the dishes. I do my chores. I clean the floors. I'm just, I'm, I'm just a neat guy. So I'm, I'm more gonna, I'm a, you know what? I'd be great in the military. Oh, I have, absolutely. I'm very good yeah. at being detail oriented. That's all. I just want to listen. If you're gonna go on vacation, and you don't have a schedule. You're not going to know what's going on. You're not going to know. Maybe there's a festival. Maybe I could go to the beach over here. Maybe (laughs) if I go from here to here, it's a shorter distance. And if I go from here over to there to there, I'm just trying to maximize your time on vacation. Oh, I I don't argue that. But if that's sometimes the And you only stop once, by the way, for a pee break. (laughs) I don't care how long the trip is. I could see (laughs) Wally making sure the SPF 50 is packed for everybody, right? Everyone's. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, he's good. Like, he's going to check in the car. Like, the car is always spotless before we leave. So then I hear how dirty my car is all the time because, (laughs) you know. He's got to clean it, but it's everything is is organized and the trunk is packed like perfectly, right? It's kind of, you know, you're playing Jenga with getting everything out. I love that that was your go-to, Wally. I do all my chores. I do this and that. And I'm like, I guess, Lisa, you can look at it this way. Lindsay has to put me on a star chart. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm on a star chart. You got a guy that goes out and does it. I'm like, I walk by the bridge and I'm like, can I do this? Uh, I have a, guys, I have a, you should see the length of the list that says Bobby's to do on uh, my notes on my thing. And none of it gets done. <laughs> no, I, I, I sold this house. I'm moving out today and I have to cancel a bunch of bills. I'm like, I'm paying bills for another six months. <laughs> I'm paying just, the electric in this house for six months, whether I know it or not. <laughs> you just need to hire, get Brent down there, Bobby. Everything will yeah. be taken care of for you I in like a week. So <laughs> I should have locked it in. <laughs> well, you'd be a great butler. Hey, you'd be a great butler. Uh, I could see that. <laughs> I'm not sure, but then he'd be like saying, telling them, "No, the house, you don't. The furniture is not placed properly." Like I think then he'd just be arguing with them a little bit. So. Yeah. You, my masters, are, 
you're not properly enjoying yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you're not making the most of this barbecue. You need to, you need yeah. to utilize more. So here's another one for you. Oh. I, I, this, is, this is how you can tell a lot. What is Wally like watching a minor hockey game, watching his son play hockey? Ooh. How's that? How's that one go I, over? You know what? He's pretty, he, he won't sit in the stands with parents. Like I get that, that <laughs> ended. He has, I can't that. even like, and I don't blame him because there are times even for me, I'm like, Oh my God, these people are idiots and I can't. So I, you know, I sit with the few moms who I know don't scream and yell like fools, but He's usually, he's what he started is he started taking pictures of the team so that he didn't have to deal with people. So that way it keeps them away and he can just go to the corners and stuff. Or he just stands there with one other dad who he knows is very much same personality. And they just kind of, they have their little looks to each other kind of thing, but not a yeller, not a screamer. Like you just, you don't really you don't really know that he's there per se. So he it's good you, in that sense. You That's are lone you are lone wolf dad. Like there's yes. many different yeah. hockey players. Yes. You're the guy up in the corner. You're lone wolf dad. Because there's Angry and bored dad, the guy that's by the glass. He's I'm the glass guy. The glass. And then there's yelling mom who's up in the stands who's yelling all the time. But there's lone wolf Wally. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. I see it. I can right. see that. I can't analyze parents yelling at their kids or other people's kids. Like, what do you, why aren't you passing the puck or get it in yeah. deep? Or I, like, I don't want to hear just watch you say you save it for the yeah. car ride home. Right. While he's waiting for yes. that car ride home. I only <laughs> make Ryan walk the first 200 feet and then I let him in. That's, yeah, that's you just, good. You, yeah. just, you just let it build all game, all the yes. frustration. Then you can't wait for that car ride home. That's right. That's right. Ryan, did, Ryan now showers, takes his time, has a snack before he comes out. So he <laughs> thinks I've calmed down more. Yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes we won't, we won't go together because I have no desire to have to do that oh. hour and a half drop off earlier. So if it's close, we just take separate cars. And then depending how the game might be like, Ryan, do you want to go home with mom or do you want to drive home with dad? <laughs> so, who, does he, who, who does he normal? Who, who does he choose, Lisa? Uh, a lot of times he still chooses dad, but sometimes wow. then I think sometimes he feels bad and he's like, oh, well, I'll go with mom. But with me, it's always like, hey, great game. You did awesome. <laughs> <And> yeah. <so>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's got to be positive. It's There's always oh. the good side. So Wally, I got to say, Wally, I'm in board dad with you, bud. We'd be down there together hanging out away from everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I'd Just be, leave I, me alone. And I agree. Just let me watch. Yeah. And I am, um, I can also agree, maybe not as bad as you, and I don't detail my trips to the mint, but I research every restaurant before I book it. I look at every menu. I do yes. that because if I'm going to go, I want good food. I'm not, I, we went to Austin and every night I said, this is where we're going. And we did this and that. And uh, it ended up being a good trip, but I do leave lots of time for other activities. <laughs> so I I, There's sure, always yeah. time built in for a nap. Always. But Oh, nice. Um, okay. I'm gonna, let me put it to you this way. It was our, our daughter's birthday. She turned 18 while we were in Boston. So I wanted to make sure I found a very good restaurant by the water, all this stuff. So I researched and checked and re reviews. I was ready. I had it booked before we left. She, my lovely wife, um, wanted to do Barbie with my daughter while they were in Boston. <laughs> Didn't book anything. No chance they could go to the movie. That's the difference. I would have had it done. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't want to risk. What if we still wanted to do some shopping? Yeah, no, it's all good. Oh. No, so, no, no, no. Priorities. We'll get into the schedule. Both sides. 
Yeah. Oh, you, you schedule oh, shopping, and then you go to the movie. <laughs> he, he's, he's got a point there. He's got a. I don't want to. I don't want to. He's got a point. All right, I'll give him oh, Bobby, Bobby, come on now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got I, I to give him one. I got to give him one. All right, all right. Hey, Lisa. What? Hey, listen. While we got you on, we got to ask you the question: Are the Ottawa Senators a playoff team this year? You know, I was listening to the show beforehand, and I, I want to say yes because I think there's so, there's so many pieces in place and everything. But this team has just had such bad luck with injuries. And so I'll join, I'll join the rest of you, and I'll say yes. But I don't think it's going to be easy for them. So That's, a, that's the answer. I like that answer. It's not going to be easy. Yeah. Never is. Never is. Yeah. Those who don't know, Lisa has covered the Ottawa Senators uh, for 25 years, uh, writing for Canadian Press. The Ottawa Sun and the Ottawa Citizen. Uh, she also used to do Rogers Television. She used to host the show. Yep, just to remember that. Yeah, yes. yeah Bobby, this ended before you came along. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Mendez took her job. That's right. Oh, yeah. it all comes yeah, back Mendes. to Ian again. Mendez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, Lise, I uh, really appreciate you stopping by. I, oh, yeah. I can't great. say thank you enough, really. Uh, oh, you know, when they ask, I have to say yes anytime that, you know, to, to tell people a little bit more insight about Brent Wallace. If they ask again, you say no, unless it's in the nerd report. Oh, well. <laughs> this was not in the nerd report. Uh, thanks right, for coming on, later, Lisa. Guys. Have see a good day. Good to see you. I don't know who I'm yelling at, but somebody's, somebody's getting written up in HR. Well, yeah, I think, yeah. you know, when it comes down to it, I had nothing to do with anything. I just show up. With, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's happening. I just work here. Uh, so. I've, known, I've known Lisa for forever, from back in the days. And, uh, yeah, very nice of her to come on and give some truth to the real Brent Wallace. Very well done. I'm a little dis- I, listen, I think I'm very well-oiled machine. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's very, very well, lucky uh, to have yeah. me. That's what, let's just put it that way. She we'll that won way. the lottery. We'll let you go so you can go play on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> There's only uh, 42 days left. Yeah. Okay. Uh, boys. Uh, uh, oh, I'm not here next Monday. So we'll, uh, you might be hosting the show alone. We'll talk about nice. that later. Well, next uh, Monday. I am. I'm ready to host. Okay. Let's, let's do it. I'm Bob. ready to host. Yeah. Let's do so, it. Yeah. Next Monday. Yeah, we can bring them no in the week following. No Wally next Monday. So I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. All right. This is going to be a ratings bonanza. Absolutely. I can't wait. I can't okay. wait. Bob, we, can, Bob, we got, we got I can't this. Wait. Absolutely. We'll see All if right. we need them back the following. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you, boys. Thanks, uh, everybody, for stopping by uh, and appreciate it. Uh, thanks to Lisa, too. Absolutely. See you, guys. Uh, that's coming in hot. Take care, everybody. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.